from San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about your family legacy and the importance of defining your family values. And businessman Roy Disney had this to say about values. He said, when your values are clear to you, making decisions becomes easier. And I couldn't agree more. We're going to be really digging into that today. But before we do, you know that we love to start each and every episode of One Extraordinary Marriage with a hug. Um, This is our chance to share what's going on in your lives and how you've been impacted with the entire community. And this week's hug is brought to you by One Extraordinary Marriage's Core Value Workshop. What would it be like to have greater clarity and peace when making the choices that matter with your spouse? Marriage means tackling the big things together as true teammates. Whether you're newlyweds, married 5, 10, 30 years, or a couple at any stage, you're going to have to navigate big decisions together. Well, you and your spouse, you guys can connect in an incredible new way. The Core Values Workshop is built around specific, clear, and actionable steps that will help you connect with your better half in a judgment-free way. Get all of the details on how you can attend this online workshop that's happening this September 23rd, so just a couple of weeks at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. But you're going to want to get all of the details at corevaluesworkshop.com. You aren't going to want to miss this. It's going to be incredible for your marriage and your family. So this hug, um, a couple episodes ago, episode 286, we read a hug from a wife who had been um, introduced to the One Extraordinary Marriage show, and this was the response that we got to that. She said, another woman said, I am the pastor's wife that you mentioned in episode 286. You will never know how much it encouraged me. I found out about your podcast through a friend and decided to listen, not sure what to expect. As I listened, I got convicted and inspired to better my marriage. My husband and I have been married for 20 years and have four children, and I would have said that our sex life was okay. After I listened to your first podcast, I suggested it to my husband. Surprisingly, he agreed. We did two two two-week sex challenges with him being gone to speak at a camp in the middle. These challenges that we have accomplished have revolutionized our marriage. I asked my husband what he likes about our marriage now. He says that he likes that we don't fight as much. I like that I feel closer to him emotionally and mentally. Mm. When we finished the challenge, I began to tell ladies in our church about your podcast, and my husband began telling the men. I have had verbal confirmation that there are at least three couples in our church that have visited your website, listened to your podcast, and follow you on Facebook. Nice. I have always had a passion for marriages, and through your podcast, you are giving me an avenue to encourage and help and strengthen the couples in our church. Thank you both for being so candid and straightforward. Christians need it. I have been reposting your Instagram posts, and on one of them, I said that I knew that some of these posts were shocking to many people, but that if Christians did not take a stand for marriage, an institution that God created, then we were going to keep letting the world control how our children and we view sex. It's time that Christians take sex back. I couldn't agree more. Lastly, my husband has never been happier in our marriage. 
I told him not long ago that I never knew what I had been missing in these last 19 years of marriage. Thank you again for all your hard work in your ministry. You have been such a blessing to my marriage and to our church family. There you go. I mean, that's why we're here and that's what we do. So you who are listening right now, there's hope. Mm -hmm. There's hope, right? There's hope for your marriage. Sometimes you just need to take that first step. Maybe it's asking your husband or your your wife, hey, are you up for doing a challenge? Maybe you're not there right, ne- right now. Maybe you need to work on the emotional side of things. Maybe you need to pick up our six questions. You know, go to r6questions.com. Get the conversation started again. Get that emotional piece of it together so you can get to the physical side of it. But you can do it. And maybe just maybe like this pastor's wife, maybe you need to be an encouragement with others mm-hmm. and you need to share your favorite one extraordinary marriage podcasts, you know, we've got, we found out through Instagram and I'll go onto the show in just a second, but we had put a post up on Instagram, um, probably about a week or so ago now. And one of our Instagram followers put a comment on there that she has made a CD of, I think our first hundred shows. And for the last couple of years has been sharing those with friends, family, and clients. And she signed it love from down under. So to all of our, to all of our Aussies, um, and New Zealanders, we love you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, we love our fans down under and just want to say thank you. I mean, here's somebody that went and did that on her own. And we have no idea how many people she was blessed with that CD of just saying, you know what, you, you might want to take a listen. Mm Mm-hmm. Because when you mm-hmm. guys do that, it's not imposing on somebody's marriage. It's speaking that same hope that you found on this show. It's giving somebody else hope. It's giving somebody else a lifeline. It's giving somebody else the encouragement to say, you know what? It doesn't have to be the way that it is. And you know, like she even said in her hug, I thought we were in a good place until I listened to your show. And then I'm like, well, maybe we can be in a better place, right? And they did. And they, they've transformed lives by take, stepping out of their own comfort zone to make things better. So, mm-hmm. so those, those are just the hugs that, you know, we read them and we get all fired up and, and we love seeing um, what we're starting to see more and more with all of you is that the one extraordinary marriage network system, family, whatever you want to call it is spreading. We're starting to see all of this interconnectedness as people are saying, this person introduced me and that's, that's what matters. It's because of you. It's because of you. And Af- honestly, from the bottom of our hearts and, for many of you who have emailed us and said, Hey, I found you, or, you know, my friend told you about this. Honestly, we are honored and humbled by each and every one of you. So do know that. And one thing I think always helps is when you start reaching out even to others, because it's not just about you anymore. You're, you're impacting somebody else's life. And sometimes when you do that, you begin to look at your own life and your own marriage and you go, you know what? I can, I can keep making changes too. And it's interesting as this hug comes full circle into what we're talking about with our show tonight, we're going to be talking, you know, like Tony said, is the importance, excuse me, the importance of your family legacy and defining your family values. And I want to share just at the onset that one of, we've got two family values that really pertain to this hug and even to the show. And one of them is commitment. Mm -hmm. And the other one is perseverance. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we're reading this hug and as we're talking about these different things, those two values have played out over the last, gosh, I mean, we've been doing one extraordinary marriage. We've been doing the show for about five and a half years. Mm. Um, So commitment and perseverance in spite of, you know, all kinds of 
crazy things. Those of you that have listened to all the episodes, you've heard the need for commitment and perseverance. But I want to jump into this whole idea of family values. And and when I was researching this show and we were talking about doing it, there's um, a band out there called Fun. And they have a song called um, Some Nights. And I'm not going to sing it for you because that would just, um, you might all stop listening to the podcast right now. But I will read you the lyrics that it opens with. And it says, some nights I stay up cashing in my bad luck. Some nights I call it a draw. Some nights I wish that my lips could build a castle. Some nights I'd wish they'd just fall off. But I still wake up. I still see your ghost. Oh, Lord, I'm still not sure what I stand for. What do I stand for? Oh, what do I stand for? Most nights, I don't know anymore. And I got to, you know, it was like the song popped into my head because it really, when we're talking about legacy, when we're talking about family values, the truth is that people are lost. Okay, Tony's humming now. Um, We'll put the YouTube link for those of you that have never heard the song or you're like, I think I know what that song is. Um, I didn't even know what the band's name was. So I was like totally Googling based on lyrics. Thank God for Google. But you know, what I realized, and the whole video behind the song is about like the Civil War battles and, you know, two different sides and war going on. And I realized that that's kind of where most people are. You know, when we're talking about like, what do I value? What do I stand for? I I love the line says, I don't, you know, most nights I don't know anymore. Right? Because most people don't take the time over the course of their lives to define those things that are going to matter to them, those values. You know, and so what happens when you don't, when you don't have those values defined, you're just reacting to life. You know, you're like, you're like that, that reed blowing in the wind. One day you're blowing this way because that's the way, you know, society's going in the next way. The next day you're blowing the other way because guess what? You read a book that says you should go this way, right? But when you don't know what you stand for, you're just going all over. And, you know, when we talk about this in families, the truth is, is that our family and what we value is not like your family. I will tell you the DiLorenzo's, um, we're, you know, we're a unique breed all into ourselves, just like you are. Mm-hmm. Right. And what's important to us, you know, and I will tell you this just from personal experience when we did this with our children, it was um, our sweet daughter. The very first thing that she said when we were talking about family values was, I think our family, va- one of our family values should be weird. Mm-hmm. A- and you know we'll be talking about more about this on the workshop Weird did not make it onto the final list but it was important that she had the place to say that because that's something that she you know identifies with our family and you know defining family values gives you an opportunity to look at what's going well mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and what might not be so positive right because sometimes your family starts to, you start to develop these characteristics that maybe because you've just been reacting to life, aren't the things that you want to be known for. They're not. And you know, this show is coming out the same week as the 14th anniversary of nine 11, mm-hmm. right? The yes. show will come out on Tuesday, which is the eighth nine 11 is um, on Friday. And you know, one of the things that really hit me, in the aftermath of 9-11 wasn't so much the focus of the terrorist attacks. I mean, that was, that was horrible. But what really stuck with me all these years later is what was being said about those men and women who died, 
right? What were they being known for? They were being known for their heroism. They were being known for how they loved their families. And in spite of all of these horrible things that were happening, what were they doing? They were texting. They were calling. They were getting in the last I love yous. And that's what these families, that's what these people have been known for. When you look at, you know, when our, our military men and women die overseas in battle, they're talked about their selflessness. That's a core value. Mm-hmm. Right? And, you know, maybe some of that with the military is because they, they have made a choice to defend our freedom. They've made that choice to take on the values of the United States military for all of us. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Yep. Thank you very much. But those are values that were instilled in them through their training. Right? Th- that was an active participation. And I hope you don't miss that point. Right? These people that have these values that, are, that carry on beyond their lives, why does that happen? Because they actively participated in the process of taking on those values. They didn't just wait for it to happen. Right? They didn't just wait to go, well, you know, someday I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to decide what I stand for. Someday I'll figure this out. You don't want to be like that song. You don't want to be laying in bed at night. And, and I know I'm, I'm speaking to a lot of you because I've been there. We spent years of our marriage not having our values defined. Right. We didn't. You know, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't something that we realized that we needed to do. And when we got clear on why it was important, on how it would help us to make decisions, Right, because Roy Disney, you know, he says, when you know what your values are, it's really easy to make decisions, right? Because what do you do? You go back to your values, and if what you're making a decision on doesn't line up, then it's probably not the right decision. You know, again, one of our decisions is perseverance and commitment. And I will tell you, somewhere around the mid-80s of this podcast. It was episode 84 and 85. 84 and 85. Yeah. Okay, mid-80s. Thank you, honey. (laughs) I was correct. Well, I'm just, you know. If you for, want to listen to those for, shows. For new listeners, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're coming here new and you're going, what are they talking about? Go go back to episode 84 and 85. So 204 episodes ago, All right. roughly four years, I was sitting in my garage because that's where we had our old office. And Tony calls me one day and he's like, I'm done. And I asked the question, done with what? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, I'm done with the show. And my first reaction was, are you prepared to pay for therapy? Because this is our like weekly therapy session. But my second thought was, we don't quit. Like, why, why, what's going on here? Right? And we had to work through stuff between us. And we had to work through what the dynamic of the show was going to be. Because you know what? We're a couple that perseveres. We've been at that crossroads, not just with the show, but with our marriage. Mm-hmm. For those of you that are new listeners, you may not know this, but we have battled back from the brink of divorce twice. We have dealt with pornography in our marriage. We have dealt with crazy debt with multiple, multiple zeros. We have dealt with the loss of a child. But you know what? In less than a month, we celebrate 19 years married. And do you know why? Because whether we knew it or not, at one point in time, we had subconsciously decided that perseverance and commitment were going to be two of our core values. Right. And this lack of values, guys, this is tearing marriages apart. When you have not defined what your your couple values are, what your family values are, 
you're getting pulled apart by, by just the wind. You know, if commitment is one of your core values, and I'm not saying that would be necessarily for your family, but I'm just saying, if you define that, then guess what? You make decisions that are in line with that, right? If faith is one of your core values, you make decisions that are in line with, with building up your faith, building up the faith of your family. If integrity is a value that matters to you, guess what? You don't make decisions that aren't in line with that. What you end up coming to is you're living your life and your marriage intentionally, right? Because these words impact each of us and they're going to impact you differently. You may have similar words to Elise and I. They may have a different bend to them because of who you guys are. And that's totally cool. The thing is, is by seeing these words and by reading them over and over, you know, sub, almost subconsciously knowing them in your mind. So at those points in time, when life does give you a blow, when you have that opportunity to lie and one of your core values is integrity, be it in your workplace, be it with your wife, be it with your kid, be it with, you know, uh, one of the, you know, football player parents, if one of your core values is integrity and you've submitted this to your mind that you, you, you read this daily, you're going to think about it. You truly are going to think about it. Am I going to lie or am I going to stand bold and just tell the truth? Mm -hmm. Because if one of your core values and that of your family is that we have integrity and that's what we, we base who we are on then you're going to think about it. And I'll tell you, it's living intentionally through that, that you learn to go, okay, that is who we are. And another one of ours is relationships. Elisa and I, we love relationships. And when I say relationships, these are friendships. These are business partnerships. One thing that we know about each other though, and who we are, is that we build long-lasting relationships. If you get into our core, you are going to be part of our core for a long time because we value you. And to us, be it a personal relationship, be it a business relationship, those are relationships that we want for a long time. And, you know, as Tony's talking about these words, I really want all of you listening to get the importance of the fact that the words that you speak over your marriage, both the positive ones and the negative ones, they impact you, right? Because all day long, you're telling yourself all the things that you do wrong. I mean, most people live in this place of, ah, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I should have said this. Oh, I didn't do that. You know, I missed, the, you know, five things on my to-do list. We're constantly beating ourselves up. It, it's human nature. We focus on the negative. And so, when you make the decision instead to create a list of positive words, and this is all, guys, what we're giving you today is just like a brief little snapshot of what's going to be covered in that core values workshop. So make sure 
you know, the number one action item I want you to take today at the end of the show is to go to the corevaluesworkshop.com and get signed up. You're going to find all the information there and you're going to see how we're going to go into this much more in depth during the workshop. We just can't do it. There's just not enough time on the podcast. But all that aside, what you speak to yourself, what you speak to your spouse, what you speak to your kids, when you make the decision to speak positively, and I will tell you, we had an example like this today. Um, I was moving our son's twin bed from the second floor to the first first floor because we got him a bigger bed and we're doing this kind of stuff and he's helping me. And, and we had uh, a piece of artwork, actually our core values, um, hanging on our wall and I hit it with the bed and it came down and it got dented and we just, we had a moment it got dented because it's on metal. It's on metal. And, you know, so one of our core values, as Tony said earlier, is relationships. So the old version of Tony would have been all over his wife for not thinking through this whole process. And I'm like, honey, I didn't see it. I didn't, I mean, I saw it because I know where it is, but I honestly didn't think the bed was going to, you know, and so it was this whole thing. And, and I just, you know, dismissed the kids. I'm like, go somewhere else. Dad's mad. Just let him cool off. And so what did he do? He just took the sign, he fixed it, you know, kind of like pushed the metal back and hung it back up and he was good, right? And the reason why is because our relationship matters more than a piece of metal hanging on the wall, right? We value the relationship over the stuff, but we had to make the decision in our own marriage that that was going to be a value. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm talking about when you have those positive words, when you look at this all day long and you're like, okay, you know what? Here are, you know, eight core values. Here are 12 core values, whatever it is. You get to speak positively to your spouse. You get to speak positively to your kids. You get to make a decision. And you know what? How am I speaking to you? Am I showing you through my words and my actions that these things that we identified as a family are important or am I blowing them off? And I will tell you, there are days when we don't exactly line up with our core family values. However, because we can see them and we can all see them, it's much easier to course correct. Because let's face it, we are human and we make mistakes and we hurt the ones that we love. But that's just truth. The thing that you have to get in mind though is that you want to be able to correct from that as quickly as possible. But you've got to have the tools in place to be able to do so. You've got to have those things that you've defined so that you know where you're coming back to. You've got to have a foundation that you can stand strong on to say, you know what, this is what we've identified for our marriage. You know it and I know it. So if somebody starts to deviate, it's easy to come back and say, hey, babe, we're not quite lined up here. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know exactly how we got off course, but we need to bring the marriage back to center. We need to bring the kids back to center. We need to bring our whole family unit back to center. Because this, these words, this is what we stand for. Right? And when you know what you stand for, I will tell you guys, it is so much easier to go through life. It is so much easier to make a decision about a job or to make a decision about who you're going to be friends with or how you're going to act when you're out. When you know what you stand for. I don't, we don't want you guys blowing in the wind. We don't want you going, "Ah, I don't know this week, I guess I'll, you know, I'll go this way. 
And the next week you're like, mm, I'm going to detour left. Uh-uh. Your marriage can't afford to not know what your values are. And the reason I know that is because we did it that way for way too many years. And those were the years, like if you look back when we weren't clear on our values, those were the years that our marriage was the most lost. Those were the years that our marriage had the most friction between the two of us. The years when we were most disconnected. Yeah. Because there was nothing, there was, there was nothing binding us. There was no foundation. There was no sense of direction. There was no guidance of saying, wait a minute, if we're making a decision, does this match up? Mm-hmm. We didn't have that. Yeah, it's, um, gosh, you guys, this is, this is like big time stuff. You know what I mean? This is like, put on your big boy pants and your big girl pants and let's, let's go to work. You know what I mean? This, is, this isn't like, oh, we'll see what happens and hopefully it all works out. No. This is, I mean, I said it already, but this is really being intentional about your marriage. And we need to make a shift in marriage. You know, we got to get away from this, oh, everything's about feelings all the time and really start having some concrete ways that we can look at our lives and our marriage and build upon that, right? Because if we build upon sand, it can wash away and get pulled into the into the ocean. But if we build our foundation on concrete, we can build stories. We can build, you know, a 10 story, a 20 story, a hundred story building upon it and not worrying about it crashing down. And so when I look at our core values now, and Elisa and I, you know, married almost 19 years, we waited way too long to do this. Honestly, we waited way too long to do this. You guys need to get on it now. No matter where you're at, don't waste another day. Okay. You, you could be a newlywed. You could be married 30 years. I'm just saying, get on it. Do it. Don't wait and go, oh, well, we'll see what will happen. Because once you get this set up, it defines a lot of what's happening. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that's restrictive. It's not something that says, oh, you can't do that or she can't do this or he can't do that. No, it's liberating. It allows you to look at your lives and go, this is who we are. So nothing's going to come around us and knock us off our perch. Me looking at people doing whatever they're doing on Facebook isn't going to rattle me because I know who I am. And I know who I am within my family and within my marriage. So I can just stand taller within that and go, this is who we are. I don't need to be somebody else. I need to be me. I need to be the Tony DeLorenzo that God made me to be. And Elisa can look at it as well and go, I need to be the Elisa that God made me to be. Absolutely. So just in wrapping up the show and, you know, we, if you've been listening to us for any length of time, you know that it's important to us to leave you with action items each and every week. You know, and, and the first one, Tony said it, I don't know, probably six times in this show, which I love. Repetition's good for the soul, right? Um, you got to be intentional about your marriage. Guys, it, it's not just going to happen. You've got to have a game plan. And part of having a game plan is knowing what your core values are. 
right? So that leads me to action step number two, and you need to go to corevaluesworkshop.com and get signed up, right? This isn't like I'm going to wait till September 23rd to do this. It's the, it's September 8th. I'm listening to this show. I need to go do it now. So I don't forget. Right. Cause guess what? Some of you may um, inadvertently already have one of your core values is procrastination. Uh, mm. I, I'm just saying the only reason I bring that up is because I kind of live in that space sometimes. That's why procrastination did not make it on our core family values list. Um, our core values list. So don't procrastinate. Right. Get signed up and then start over the next two weeks before the workshop. Start thinking about those words. Start thinking about those positive words that you want to speak life into your spouse, that you want to speak life into your own self, that you want to speak life into your kids. Because I, I'll, I'll promise you that if you start thinking positively about those words now, in the next two weeks, you'll start to see transformation before you ever listen to the workshop. Because one of your core values may be growth. It may be change. And by taking action, you start to create that in your marriage. And I will tell you, you will see amazing things happen, but you got to get signed up for that workshop so that you don't miss like I said, this was only the tip of the iceberg. We've got 60 plus minutes of content to deliver. Um, and just, you know, you guys know when we do any of our programs, we bring everything that we've got on this. And this is going to be one that you're absolutely not going to want to miss. All right, you guys. So this week, let's start thinking about that. You know, if you've been having a mantra that you say, we've talked about this in the past as well. Think about those words that you're speaking to yourself. Because those are words that most likely are a core value to you and your marriage. So go out there this week. Continue to think about those words. What makes you, you? And what makes your marriage, your marriage? Because it's different than everybody else's. So go out there this week. Just go after it. Go after your marriage this week. Wholeheartedly, 100%. Let's do this, you guys. We love you. Have yourselves a fantastic week. Love you guys.